Hello everyone. Before we get started, I wanted to take a second to let you know that we often discuss really difficult topics on this show. The conversations can go from something benign and completely unrelated, then shift into something really heavy, really quickly, and at times without preamble. These topics can include physical, sexual, and verbal abuse, suicide and suicidal ideation, and different kinds of self-harm. I'm going to do my best to edit in some small markers that sound like this to let you know something coming up might be hard to hear. If you need immediate help, dial 988 and you'll be connected to the lifeline. And veterans, you can choose option one and LGBT people can choose option two. If you're in immediate danger, please call 911. I picked these questions this morning to try to okay. give myself more of a less time to think about it. Gotcha. And uh, also, I was in a good mood, so that helps okay. with not picking <laughs> fucking weird questions. That works. Uh, time for the intro. <clears throat> let's uh, let's really get that get that energy out. <clears throat> this is hard shell tacos if you can't stand the heat you if you can't handle me at my hot kitchen you don't deserve me at my hard shell tacos that's there you I'm, go that's, that's what i'm one. gonna say okay. my name is leo i'm joined by my cousin lily we are gonna get all up in our feelings and we're gonna start with what is going to become our intro segment describe how you felt from our last time we recorded last friday today is um the 24th, so it's Thursday, uh, on a scale of one to five, and describe it in one word. Oh, uh, let's see. I'm going to probably say, uh, probably around the last time, uh, a three. Not three. a 3.5, but a three. Yeah. Okay. And if I can describe it in one word, oh man, I mean, there's a lot of words and I can't really pick one. It's been uh, stressful and heartbreaking all at the same time. My uh, my senior dog, who's 14, she is kind of going through some stuff right now where she's losing some balance. I mean, she's fine now, but she was losing some balance on her back legs. And yeah, that just wrecked my entire week because <laughs> she's my baby, my best friend. And... I don't want to lose her just yet. <laughs> oh, so, what I'm is just... it with the fucking synchronicities? I was having, like, uh, <laughs> as I was coming up my stairs to get to my office to do this, I noticed that my dog, she's 11, and mm -hmm. so maybe like on the cusp of being a senior, but not quite. But she's still like she's doesn't have that same pep in her step. That just yeah. kind of comes with age. She slows. She's slowing down a bit, and it's the same thing. It's like fuck me. I'm not ready for this. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, they are considered seniors when they hit seven years old. So if he's really? a senior. Yep. But yeah, like my dog. She she's usually still kind of peppy even at her old age. But then she just got she got really depressed herself because she couldn't really stand right or oh, yeah. you know walk so I had to help her get off like the bed or the couch um, and then she hasn't been eating yeah she's still not eating that much so I I'm having <laughs> just, the same thing I'm like just debating to see how she's doing next week and then 
depending on how she feels, I'll probably take her to the vet. I don't want to because I don't want to hear recommendations, you know? Uh, yeah, I know the, what's gonna be... the hard choice. Yeah, yeah. I'm not ready for that. Like, I lost her brother from the same litter four days after their 11th birthday in 2020, and I'm still not okay losing that dog. And seeing how quickly he went just makes me very paranoid with this one, you know? Because she's exhibiting some of the same things that he did, and I'm like, I, I don't want to go through this, and I'm like, why do I keep getting animals? <laughs> I don't do well with loss. I really don't do well with loss, like, at all. Not good with it. The, there's um, CBD treats that you could get for that are made for animals. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed I to be had, really good for seniors. Yeah, I had, um, I think for her brother, we had an oil Yeah. Um, yeah. that he was taking to keep him, you know, calm and as pain-free as possible. I might have to get her some of that because she, I give her, like, a lot of glucosamine. Mm-hmm to help with her joints and stuff, but yeah, I don't know what happened. Like she was fine one day and then she just started kind of going downhill. Um, but today she's got a little bit more more pep to her, but she's still kind of down too. So I might try to find some, some of those CBD treats for her to keep her comfortable too. I've been giving my but girl yeah. more fish. She fucking hates okay. it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she fucking hates it. So I like I have to put the stuff that comes in like a jar or whatever the Parmesan cheese that you get for your spaghetti. Ugh. It's it's rough getting her to eat it, but eventually she figures out like if I don't eat this, I'm not eating. Yeah, and like yeah. the only way that my dog is eating right now is if we give um, her wet food, like with her stuff. And I got her puppy food to help her kind of gain some weight back because she's. Yeah been losing crazy weight but she's only eating just the wet food and you know i don't give her a lot because it upsets her stomach but the little bit that she gets she'll eat but she won't eat her kibble that's mixed in there (laughs) so i'm like oh my god i'm like i need you to eat this is why you're weak (laughs) yeah the kibble part happens all the time um, mm-hmm. I I, st- I gave up on trying to give her dry food, and especially now that she's getting older, I'm like, well, shit. It, I'm going to try to make... Uh, she was with me. I've had her since she was a baby also, and I was really, really, really deep in the... Pro- like, with uh, problems with PTS, mm-hmm. depression, anxiety, and yeah. she was with me through all of that. So at this point, I'm going to gonna treat you like the little queen that you've been for me. Yeah, same with my dog. I got her when uh, she was nine weeks old, within a year of me having moved out here, and that dog has seen me through it all. Yeah. Um, her and her brother. But that's like, she's my pride and joy, you know? She's she's my everything. I mean, all of my animals are, but she's like my little, my heart. Yeah, you know? of course. She's my heart dog. Since I've had cats, I've discovered I'm more of a cat person than dog. But okay. my dog, she's still my number one. She's she always will be. Yeah, yeah. I make her food still... myself. Okay, I might have to try that. It but... makes it really easy. My dog, her breed of dog is very sensitive with stuff. She has a sensitive stomach, so I have to oh. be careful what I give her because she'll. Uh, she'll Maggie's have a, a rough fucking time. tank. Ugh. Yeah, not I, mine. I could give her fucking anything. I used mm-hmm. to give her anything just to see what she wouldn't eat. Yeah. <laughs> but that was like, a long time ago. Like, she'll eat anything too, but it'll just upset her. Yeah. She'll pay the price later. That's, yeah, so that's... Like... My, my girl had never had any problems. 
Yeah, mine. Ducks. Mine. Do, all of my dogs do, I guess. Maybe not my husky, but the the other one and my old senior lady. You know, they've got fucking weird. They have my same stomach issues. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, oh. I'm still trying to decide if I'm a cat or dog person, but I like them both equally. Yeah, um, I love them both. Alright, let me give my number here. Uh, I'm coming in at a four. I've had a pretty solid week. Um, okay. Uh, it would have been a five until I saw Maggie struggling to get up the stairs. And <laughs> yeah. That shaved off the five. So, yeah. Man, if I had to put it in one word. What what would be a word for not middle ground, but not overjoyed? Just kind of like in the middle of that. Content? Uh, I yeah. guess that might be it. Might be just like contented. I'm, I'm cool with... I, I'm all right. Things for the last week have been pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty cool. That's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> good to hear. Oh, goodness gracious. Do you want to get into this? We want to get into yes. these little starters here? Let's get... Number one, this came from the Delve deck. It's level three. A bad habit that you've managed to quit. Oh, you go first. A bad habit that I've managed to quit. One that was surprisingly easier than I thought it would be. And I consider myself lucky for this. I'm not saying that other people suck or anything. But mm -hmm. getting off of nicotine was really easy for me. Okay. I don't know how, don't know why, but I was just able to get, get off of that. Another one that was actually difficult. I'm going to say this pointedly because I think it's a conversation that a lot of people need to have, but it's mm -hmm. uncomfortable to bring up. I struggled pretty hard to stop watching so much pornography. Gotcha. That was pretty okay. rough. Uh, it... Yeah, I do know people struggle with that a lot. I have a couple of friends whose other halves have struggled with that too. It affects people in a, in a lot deeper of ways than they think than they mm -hmm. realize and but th what really bugs me is the way that people like act like you're some kind of puritanical freak religious freak yeah. if because yeah. i'm saying porn is bad for you uh just yeah. like you can have a cigarette and not get addicted mm -hmm. to nicotine you can have a glass of wine and not become an alcoholic you can watch yeah. and you know pleasure yourself to a, a porn video and you're mm -hmm. not going to be in a, you're not going to become addicted but the overwhelming majority of like internet people are probably watching at least what when i say watching that also means you know masturbating yeah at least once a day every single yeah. day and some people get worse than that and i was starting to get into that territory and oh goodness it's like it's not the shit ain't good for you like it's, yeah it's addictive and it's really hard yeah. to stop well, I'm glad uh, you're able to kick kick those habits. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm trying to think of a habit for me. I guess me. Um, I can be. I mean, I'm I'm getting better at it, but I'm a reckless spender. Ooh, like I'm an yeah. impulse, impulse buyer. buyer. Yep. And I recently got like this budget binder and like this savings book that has different types of saving activities you can do. And I started doing that like five weeks ago and it's it's getting a lot better for me to control my spending, you know? Yeah. I ask myself now, it's like, is it something I really need or is it something that I really want? And I try to balance 
those things I'll still like buy something that I want but I'm, I don't buy like several things that I want at once which is my problem um, I've always had an issue with saving money but now I'm really getting into it because I'm like I want to have extra funds here and there for whenever I need it yeah um, of course so like right now I'm doing like a a challenge of saving I think like a thousand dollars in 12 weeks and I'm at the half way mark so by the time i go to arizona in september i will have reached my goal and i try not to take any money out of there you know i just put it in my little binder and i shove it away yeah i know what <laughs> um, you mean. until the next week yeah so i i guess that's a habit i'm i'm working on breaking is the Splurging. the impulse buying yeah because i do that quite a bit and i realize i'm like this is an issue because i'm always broke oh yeah i have was <laughs> and i don't like that now i don't like that feeling so like well, we try to start saving money so that i'm not always broke and that way if i have an emergency i have funds available but yeah that's mine i notice when i'm in a manic phase uh -huh. I, I get spendy yeah uh, same. Uh, like yeah. really easy yeah same what are you still trying to prove to yourself? That I'm worth it, that I'm good mm. enough. And that's something that's gonna take me a while. My anxiety likes to remind me a lot that I'm not enough. If I make a simple mistake at work, I beat myself up over it and then I start thinking I'm, you know, not good enough. And my boss has had to have several conversations with me about how I am good enough. Yeah. But that's something that I'm still trying to prove to myself is that I am worthy and I am enough. But, you know, it, it's a struggle, but I'll, I'm sure I'll still get there. Accepting yourself yep, as you are is, is hard. Def I yeah. absolutely know how that how difficult that is. It's a really difficult, really steep uphill climb. And really yeah. nobody can yeah. nobody can push you up or pull you up. You have to climb mm -hmm. it yourself. It doesn't work with... If you depend yeah. on other people, mm -hmm. then one if those people leave, then your sense of self goes with them. Yeah, yeah. That's something I, I, I need to work on is self-love, because I hate myself the majority of the time. Uh, what am I trying to prove to myself? Even though I did say... Like, I talked about that ketamine therapy session that I had, mm -hmm. and how I did accept myself as a good person i'm still trying to prove it yeah it, it's like a it's a continuous thing that i'm going to keep doing uh yeah just i have to keep assuring myself not just by talking myself through it logically which does work mm -hmm. some of the time but i need to continue to have demonstrable tangible evidence of mm -hmm. me being, you know, doing good things, not just for myself or to make myself feel better. Yeah. But something, things that are to the benefit of others. My thing is just that I need to believe that I am, you know, worthy and stuff. It's just very tough. Yeah, Most of, of the time. But that's definitely something I'm trying to work on. Um, and I do want to get back into therapy. I just need to find the right one. Yeah, that's I a hassle. I need to find one that... Yeah, like I, I tried doing like the better help stuff and like uh, the therapist that I had, she just agreed with a lot of my stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I need you to, I straight up told her, I'm like, I'm very self-aware. I've done like, I've done some of the work on my own, you know, 
And it's just because I overanalyze and overthink everything all the time. But uh, she was mostly just agreeing with me. And I was like, I need you to challenge me somehow because I'm self-aware of what's going on and the whys. It's just I need help with not getting triggered and having tools, you know, that'll help me with that so that I can overcome all of this stuff. Because that's where I'm still stuck at is the fact that I still get very triggered. And I've been wanting to do like what is it emdr therapy yeah i hear is really good for like cptsd um and there's another form i just forgot what it's called but like trying to find a therapist is rough but i eventually want to try that again it's just uh with the experience i had i was like man you guys just don't get what i need (laughs) so i stopped i'll start this one describe a time you were your own worst enemy for me it was Actually, I, we did talk about it last week when I had mentioned, you know, like if I'm going to take my own life, then it's it's imperative that I take every avenue first. Every single mm-hmm. possibility needs to be exhausted first. Yeah. So uh, me having like that was having to give myself that ultimatum is pretty fucking stupid. Now, like in hindsight, it's like, <laughs> Why Why would I have to do that? Why would that have mm-hmm. to be the contingency for me to try to actually yeah. get better? And I resisted for such a long time for no good reason. And man, I I could get into like the what if, uh, what could have been different, but it's not going to be worth anyone's time for me to uh, make myself feel bad for no gotcha. reason. Let's see, for me, I mean, I am my own worst enemy every single day of my existence. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a bit dramatic. <laughs> I mean, it's it's true. And then I like, I self-sabotage way too much, too. Well, um, like, I'm always, I don't know, I'm just always on my own case about everything. And I guess that's where my anxiety and the negative self-talk you know comes with me but it's like every single day i am my own worst enemy Um, because i i strive to be all of these things and be great and do this and excel and like especially at work i really beat myself up there if things aren't perfect or you know if i'm not exceeding what i should be exceeding but for me it's every day i probably need to just not be in my head all the time because i tend to overthink everything i overanalyze every significant thing that happens to me and i overread into things but i've been like that since i was a kid but i mean that i guess that comes with trauma for some people but yes, for me it does. because i had to read everyone's mannerisms and their tone and all this stuff so yeah i'm just overcritical of myself all the time and it's just because of how i grew up because i was criticized for everything that I did and I wasn't acting in a specific way that people were expecting me to act and be I struggle with that every single day well then I might we're going to tackle that all the time yeah we're gonna tackle that actually in the light (laughs) section so it's interesting it's good that you kind of framed it that way because we'll uh Mm -hmm. we'll put we'll put some sour cream on it at the end (laughs) okay (laughs) moving into the heavy section Oh man, oh man. I'll start this one as well. It's uh, what's the most challenging thing you're dealing with in life right now? For me, the most difficult thing 
I'm gonna frame it this way before I qualify it further. I talk to myself more in one day than I speak to other human beings in like a week. It, like face to face. I don't mean like on fucking Zoom or anything. Making Sweet. friends in your in your like in adulthood is fucking hard. Mm-hmm. I, I hmm. that's so I guess the challenging part is loneliness. I'm like I don't have yeah. I only have myself to talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a it's not a very uh, symmetrical relationship. Yeah, you need to you need to get yourself out there. I kind of feel the same though. Like I have two best friends, and they're both in Arizona, so I don't see them a lot. I mean, I'm not really the typical like female. You know, I don't like all the girly things. So it's like hard. It's hard for me to find people that I can relate to. Because there's very few people, not to sound like arrogant or whatever, but like I relate more with men than I do women. I don't know why that is, but it's always been like that. I've always gotten along more with men. So like trying to find female friends for me is just tough. Hmm. Like I have co-workers that I talk to here and there at work that I like and feel comfortable around with. But I really don't hang out with anyone out here either. Do you ever think that you relate more to men because typically friendships between men or with men are less emotional vulnerability involved? You don't traffic or transact on feelings quite as much maybe with, with men as you do with women as at yeah. least that's what I've noticed. It, I think yeah. that's an emotional maturity in women, not to mm-hmm. say that like men are tough and women are all feely. It's not what I mean. Maybe, I don't know, but the two best friends that I have back home, like, they um, were all kind of opposite, but I don't know, we just get along somehow. And I'm very thankful for those two because, you know, they've seen me at my worst and they've they've been there as best as they can, you know, and they try to understand yeah. what I'm going through and, and do what they feel they can do um so i'm appreciative of them but like out here i i don't have any friends like you so i also struggle with like loneliness because there's times where i'm like man i wish i had someone you know to go do this with me or this with me and it's and i just really don't feel like i have time now for friends but i think that just is something that happens when you get older your friend circle gets smaller and smaller do you ever think that, like this is something I notice with myself? Absolutely, my own—it's my own doing. I don't have time for friends is because I have filled my schedule with shit to keep me busy and not thinking about the fact that I don't have any fucking friends. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, right now, I, I like I work overnights now because Ooh, I don't want to deal. Rough. I used to work overnights. I mean. I mean, I like it because I usually don't go to sleep till like 4 a.m., but now I don't go to sleep till like 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I get, uh, I get I, your messages in, like in... early as fuck in the morning. <laughs> I'm yeah, a night that... owl, so I get your messages okay. while you're like getting home. Yeah, like that insomnia is a bitch, man. I swear I can't find anything that works. Um, but I work overnights now, so I go in at like 8 p.m. I don't get out till like 4 or 5 a.m., so I don't really have much time for a social life. And I tend to forget about plans all the time. So that usually doesn't help me in the friendship department. Um, but I'm like consumed with a lot of things too. But yeah, I think 
I, I agree with you on that part of why we're lonely is because we're like drowning in other things to keep us occupied. <laughs> to not think about it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What conversation do you need to have to set yourself oh, free? God. I knew um, this one was going to elicit a response from you. I'll let you start first because I got to kind of think of how I want to go through this because there's a lot that goes with uh, there's many conversations I need to have. The conversation I need to have. Uh, I really, really need to talk to... That's all that's left uh, as yeah. far as my previous traumas and difficulties. And, like, that's the last mm -hmm. thing. And it's not, yeah. it's not a conversation to reconcile things and try to fix it and be a family again. Because that's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah. I have absolutely no interest in having a relationship. Okay. The damage is too great. And while I may forgive her for myself at some point in time, I still don't foresee that happening. I still gotcha. cannot wrap my head around the possibility of forgiving someone for that. Mm -hmm. For choosing over that. Man, that cut deep. I legitimately had a psychological and emotional breakdown when I, oh. well, like, when I heard that. God damn it. I mean, yeah, that really fucks you up when you, <laughs> you know, the person who chooses, I mean, I kind of know how that feels. Um, not just choose not someone else. The one who, but... like, fucked him up the yeah. most. Yeah. And you're just okay with it. Well, not necessarily yeah. okay with it, but you're okay with pretending it didn't happen for your yeah. own sake of keeping a relationship with God. Yeah, that's, that's really fucked up. Yeah. It is, but whatever. Like, it's really just a matter of me laying it out. Like, I have, I, no, I, it, maybe, I don't know. I'll try again in 10 years. That's yeah. pretty much it, is try again in 10 years. Try again in yeah. 10 years, and we'll see if, I for, if I've forgiven you. But until yeah. then, like, no. Yeah. I don't want you around me at all, ever. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it... <laughs> And it's it weighs on me so much mm -hmm. because there's a lot I didn't say because I tried as well to pretend mm -hmm. like I didn't do that and I can't. It's a lot. It's the only like uh as far as how heavy my pack is, it's the only heavy item left. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm like I have a lot. Yeah. <laughs> still, but for me, it's because it still kind of happens, you know just in small little bits, you know, the shit is still happening to me. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. And oh shit, hard. Trump's fucking mugshot. I'm is really it sorry. Up yeah, it's out. I've been waiting for that whole time. <laughs> Here, I'm going to send it to you. Okay. <laughs> I'm really sorry to interrupt. Like I cannot not Oh my god, that's awesome. Look at his fucking <laughs> face. Oh god, it's oh so stupid. My god. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I saw something this morning saying that by the evening they would have his uh, mugshot, and I'm glad it finally got posted. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's... Today is a great day <laughs> for that. Oh lord. You were saying that like it's the thing that you need to talk about still happens in small doses. 
Yeah, like there's plenty of people I need to talk to. And like Mm -hmm. I said, I've tried to do it before and I got gaslit so hard. (laughs) That's just really hard for me because people won't accept, they won't take accountability accountability for their actions. And it's not just my mom that done things to me. It's other members too of our family and I mean, I I tried to do it with one person in particular a couple of years ago, and I was gaslit so bad. They wanted, like, examples of when they did such and such to me, and I'm like, we're not going down this fucking road. I want dates and times and locations. Yeah. I want GPS coordinates. you're fucking psycho. Yeah, I was like, they were, like, saying you're crazy for doing all this and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, so I really can't approach anyone because this is going to happen regardless and I really, I've like just been thinking, I, I would love to cut a lot of people from that side out of my life, but it's just difficult because I still care for these people. And my dad is attached to the biggest one, my mom. Yeah. So it's hard for me to do that because I know my dad will choose my mom. Um, oh, and that's no. something I've had to, that's something I just realized within the last couple of days, just because of, I like had posted on Facebook or something about how I want to get a tattoo when I go out there for my birthday. And then my mom, she's like, well, I don't like, she's like, why are you still getting more tattoos? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's my body. It's my life. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to with it. I've been controlled. So I'm like, I can't do this. And then she was telling me, she's like, well, your dad doesn't like your tattoos. I'm like, yes, he does, because he's never said anything bad about them. And then I texted my dad, and he's like, read what your mom just texted you. So I'm like, fuck. So you would take, so that that put me down a little downward spiral, you know, because I'm like, my dad is not this judgmental person who accepts me for me. But now I'm like, maybe he doesn't. (laughs) I think he, I'm going to be honest, I think he does still. He's just trying to keep the peace. Maybe, because, like, he never got involved. One thing, I... There's a conversation I want to have with my dad. I just need to muster up the guts to just do it and just do it when it's just him and I. When the abuse was happening with her towards my brother and I, my dad was never around to see it. I don't know if he knows the extent of what this woman did. We didn't get hit. We got our asses, like, punched kicked i got dragged across the floor by my hair we got punched we got she beat the shit out of us and like she never did it around where you could see it you know she did it in places where you couldn't see it but we got the shit beat out of us like literally beat out of us and god forbid if we laughed because at some point we would laugh i guess as a way to get us through you know the beatings but that would just infuriate her more but my dad, he'll sometimes like say, so he's like, yeah, you guys, you know, getting your butts kicked really made you turn out fine. And I'm like, no, it caused us a lot of fucking problems that we're trying to fix now in adulthood. But I would love to have a conversation with him to see if he will understand the context of, you know, like what she actually did to us. Yeah, the actual and, extent, because when you didn't yeah. see it, you can say, uh, you can try to convince yourself it wasn't that couldn't have been that bad or i would have like, seen it or i would have seen bruises or something yeah if he would have known what was happening to us i wonder if he still would have stayed with her because like my mom was very verbally abusive to him too 
she wasn't just abusing my brother and I, she was verbally abusing her own husband as well. I'm surprised he stayed with her this long. I don't understand that, but I would love to have um, a conversation with him about what he thinks this woman really did to us and then let him know exactly what she did and see how he feels about it, you know? But I know he, he might still choose my mom either way. I think my dad went through, he doesn't talk about much, but I'm pretty sure his dad was abusive to them too in some way as kids. My dad just didn't repeat any of it, but I just have been wondering the last couple of days, I'm like, if I tell him exactly what happened, I wonder how he's going to react. I don't want to get heartbroken by this because then I really not want to talk to my dad either if he still chooses my mom. How, I'm going to try not to cry, but it's like, how can you still want to be with someone who's like literally beating the shit out of your children? Like, that's fucking nuts. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, but my mom beat the shit out of us and she used to throw me out of the house all the time. I usually got the worst of it and I would try to protect my brother as much as I could. I would threaten to call the cops on her and she would hand me the phone, but I never did it because I you know, didn't want to get separated from my brother and have him continue to deal with that shit too. But that's, I have many conversations that I need to have, but it's not the best time right now because I already know the reaction I'm gonna get. But I would like to talk to my dad, even though I can pretty much see how it's gonna go and it's gonna suck, but I, I need to do that. I don't think any conversation I have is gonna set me free at this moment in time. But there Maybe are later. still difficult conversations that you need to have. There's there's a lot of them. I already know what to expect with having conversations, but I can't do that. Another conversa- conversation that could set me free in one aspect is having a conversation with my brother. Because right now we're, you know, estranged because of something I said. But to be able to have a relationship with him again would be kind of helpful. But, you know, that's on his terms whenever he wants to have that conversation that's up to him you know like i said on i think the first uh episode i'm not going to force him to talk to me and all this stuff i'm going to give him his space until he's ready to you know talk to me if he doesn't want to talk to me i deserve it but yeah that's the end of my (laughs) sorry that's fine no it's an it's i it was a really difficult question that i I picked it. it it wasn't necessarily easy for me just because my response was shorter yeah so like what do i wish was different in my life i'm not going to think about stuff in the past that could have Mm -hmm. been different i'm going to think about what it is how it is right now as far as i don't know like i we mentioned up top about like filling your time with stuff to keep your mind occupied like one thing Mm -hmm. i do is like home improvement projects so Okay. Thinking about that, it's like, fuck, if I had money, all this shit would be done. Yeah, yeah. All the rooms would be repainted with good paint, remodelings in the bathrooms, that kind of stuff. I'm right there with you on that. (laughs) It's oddly therapeutic. I didn't think it would be. So there's those. I can't really do much about the sun cooking my fucking plants. Yeah. But but, uh, my garden would be complete. Yeah, my my raised beds are like fucked right now. Yeah. I haven't been able to plant anything in the last year, and then my poor little um, tomato plant. <laughs> yeah, I had 
I had, well, right now, the only thing I have that I'm growing indoors that I need to plant soon is rosemary. Um, I had a neighbor, she cut some, and she sent me a video on how to propagate them with water. Oh, and nice. I it was very successful with that. I'm going to have like a shit ton of rosemary plants. Like when I first moved into my house, I built a raised bed, and then I had like, I did it out of cinder blocks, so like the holes that were in them I put all of my herbs around and then I put the actual like vegetables in the main part of the raised bed and I had a beautiful like luscious huge uh, rosemary plant and then with one of the winter freezes that we had it fucking killed that plant and I'm like I had this thing for three years and it's just gone yeah we I talked about the challenge of making friends and not really having people to interact with in person so mm -hmm. i wish that was different i wish making friends was fucking easier uh man i don't really know how to do mm -hmm. that yeah going to like a bar and ingratiating yourself with a random group works for yeah a night maybe two and then mm -hmm. they forget who you are and it can get expensive buying rounds of drinks for a whole group just to, so you could get a seat 100%. at the table. <sighs> yeah, 100%. Well, so that's another thing I wish was different. I wish Maggie wasn't old. I, I'm right there with you. I wish, you know, your pets could stay alive forever. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely something I would like uh, to change is to have my animals around for, you know, a while, a lot longer. I did phospis. Do you know phospis? Foster uh -uh. hospice? Yeah. I, oh, okay. You like okay. I fostered a senior cat for about a year. And uh -huh. um, when okay. when I finally took her to do the deed, even that, like I've only had you mm -hmm. a year and I'm yeah. I'm still like my heart hurts as yours stops. Yeah, I've wanted to do that, like adopt all the senior bully breeds, you know, mm -hmm. but I don't do well with loss. Like I really, <laughs> I don't do well with it, period. I don't think I'm emotionally stable for this kind of Phospis is hard. Yeah, yeah. I would love to do that, but I know that I can't, yeah. Uh, you were talking about uh, the friend thing with wishing it was different before I interrupted with my Phospice. Yeah, like like you, I wish I could, you know, make friends easier. I guess trust people more because I really, I've been burned by a lot of people mm -hmm. <laughs> in my life. Friends, family, whatever. Like I had a friend that I was friends with for 25 years. I knew her uh, since kindergarten and she just dropped me like I was nothing, you know, dumped me in the trash like I was nothing. And that broke my heart. So, like, I guess part of the reason why I don't have a lot of friends is also because I don't trust people. And I guess I self-sabotage on that aspect, too. But it would be nice if I could make friends easily. Quality being on friendships, the fence all the time. Not, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, quality. Like, people that you trust and can... You, it, it's a symmetrical, reciprocal relationship. Yeah. Well, those, are, yeah. those are hard to find. Yeah, oh. I only have two. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Speaking of animals getting old, what made you realize that you were getting old? What was the first <laughs> thing? The first thing. Um, I mean, I felt old since I was about 19. I'm not going to lie, uh, because I started throwing my back out around that time. 
I've I'm I've become very limited over the years because of my back issues. So that that instantly made me feel old. The first time I threw my back out, I was like, "Fuck!" But I was so young, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I've been feeling old for a long time because of that. And now my back is getting it's worse, and I have arthritis now from years of massage therapy. So I feel very ancient. Um, and then I got like my first gray hair a couple months ago, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm really old now. Well, okay then. So we're you're describing a lot of physical things. How about yeah. something like a personality trait? Maybe you got excited for the Costco pamphlet in the mail or something. I mean, I do get excited for like store sales <laughs> and like deals. You know, I like deals. Like that, even at the grocery that's, store. That's, like... I don't think that's an old person thing. I think that's uh, frugal <laughs> frugality. Um, let's see, something that makes me feel old. I hate teenagers. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> like, I cannot. We have some, like, horrible kids. And I, like, work in a rich area. And we just have kids coming in there just fucking around and stealing shit. And I, like, I cuss them out every time. And, like, if someone calls me to, like, kick some kids out, I have to have someone else do it. So I'm like, I'm going to get fired at some point. Because all I do is cuss these kids out and call them trash. And their parents (laughs) are going to come in and make a fucking scene. Yeah. But I I hate teenagers right now. I hate hate fucking middle school kids and high school kids right now. I cannot stand them. We could... (laughs) For the sake of making it difficult for you, I'm going to attribute that to working in retail. Yes. So we're going to have to find something else that makes you feel, that made you realize you're old. I like comfortable, you know how people usually dress for like fashion and blah, blah, Uh, blah. I I dress for comfort. ABC, Uh, always be comfortable. Yeah, all the time. Whether it's my shoes, like I just usually wear t-shirt and jeans all the time because it's comfortable. But yeah, I dress for comfort now. And like even my shoes, I get really, you know, to me, good quality shoes with oh, like a yeah. good support and shit like that. Absolutely. So I guess that's one. <laughs> that you, this, yeah, this is it. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> ABC is your, <laughs> that's your old person moment. Yeah. Oh, man. So a f- Something that I thought about when I picked this was I threw my back out for the first time a few weeks ago. Oh, uh, God, okay. For the first time, and I like I couldn't move at all. I had to lay mm-hmm. on the ground, and all I had was my phone, so I had to send on teams for work. I was like, mm-hmm. uh, like guys, I'm, I'm really hurt right now. I can't move. So I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to be offline for a little bit until I could get to my car which took that walk took a long time i bet get to like a 7-eleven or some shit and get some like tylenol or whatever whatever they have mm-hmm. so it's yeah. gonna be a, it's gonna be a minute before you hear from me but, one thing i will say if it does happen to you again like absolutely for the love of god do not put any heat on it because you're gonna make it worse um oh. ice is gonna be your best friend <laughs> it did hurt again recently and i like mm-hmm. it hurt badly enough that i had a call out of work for two days okay and i work with computers so like i don't even all i had to do was get up and walk like 20 feet from my bed to my desk that's my gotcha and i couldn't even do that wow so with all these back problems that comes with getting old but with age does come wisdom so they say in what yeah. ways have you grown for the better? 
I mean, I've definitely matured a lot. I don't really know how, what other way to put it, but I've, I've matured a lot. I've grown a lot because of all these experiences, you know, I've gained some wisdom in that aspect. Um, I've become more empathetic and that's pretty much all I can think of. So you said you've matured. Give me some examples in ways that you've noticed your maturity. Like, I mean, I still have a temper, but it's not as bad. I acknowledge more when I make, if I like screw up, I will take total accountability for it. Mm -hmm. I'm still learning, but I try not to just be irrational with like what comes out of my mouth and be, you know, in, in the heat of the moment emotion. If, you know, I'm like angry or something and say hateful stuff. So I've been, I've been able to manage my emotions a lot better than I used to. So that's kind of how, where I've matured. Um, that's a good one though. And I, yeah, and I've just been learning to try, cause I'm, I'm a total pessimist. <laughs> I've uh, kind of gathered. Yeah, total pessimist. I've always known this, but I'm trying to work, I've, I've matured in, in getting better at that. I still try to see, you know, the good in things even though sometimes it's very hard. Yeah, can uh, be. But that, yeah, like I'm a realistic thinker, so mm-hmm. that's where the pessimism co- comes off. But I'm trying to be more positive with how I see things. That way I don't like trigger myself or cause like a huge anxiety attack. So I've gotten better with that. And I think that's it. <laughs> that's all all I right. think of. I noticed as I guess grew and, you know, got older, and as I was working through my difficult experiences, mm-hmm. that as I worked through all of those things, I noticed that I became a more optimistic person. Yeah. It, it's just, it was just an inherent thing with leaving that baggage behind. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't see storm clouds anymore because you're kind of looking in the rearview mirror most of the time, even if yeah. you don't realize it. And yeah. it's that stuff, that unresolved difficulty does influence how you look towards the future. 100%. The lens through which you look towards the future. Yeah. Um, I would say that since I've let go of all of that bullshit, I have found myself. Mm-hmm. I have found who I am. Um... Which includes accepting some, you know, like really difficult experiences that still have some influence on how I feel from day to day. Even yeah. now, it's never going to go away, really. But mm-hmm. I, I, like you said, I know how to manage these things better. I'm, I don't know. I, I guess I found myself, and I am confident in myself, secure in myself, and so much so that I know. I can help others find that for themselves. Yeah. So I guess that would be it. How I've grown yeah. is like I've I've self-respect, self-love, self-confidence, sense of self. Yeah. Those. <laughs> it's thinking back on like high school when like talking with for me like talking with the boys like man I don't know I'm trying to go you know want to go talk to this girl and I don't know what to what to say and then mm-hmm. like the my more jock friends would be like you just got to be confident bro what i don't know what that means. what is that yeah i don't know what the fuck that means 
Yeah, like me now, I'm I um I used to kind of be well not with my friends. Like I'm still very shy around people I don't know because I don't trust you right. You know, it takes me a while, but like I'm very very forward now and blunt and to the point. Yeah. Um, something I never was, and like I just don't give a fuck anymore. Um, I'm I think just gonna say that what I might need also to and be... express myself. Yeah. Yeah. That might be another like <laughs> what made you realize you're getting old. Like, man, I just yeah. do not give a fuck about any yeah. about what like anybody thinks, really. Yeah, I I really don't care anymore, and like not not everyone at my job likes me, and I'm like, I know I'm a bitch. You can tell me anything anyone says to me is not going to offend me in any way. I might agree, you know, half the time mm-hmm. with what is what people are trying to say, but yeah, I'm, I've I've uh, definitely become more outspoken. Like, I don't. Like, if something's bothering me now, I'm going to call you out on it. Maybe not with our family, because I know the reaction I'm going to get, but with other people. I've, I've definitely re- noticed that I do that a lot more. I don't even know how I got to this. <laughs> but, uh, the not giving yeah. a fuck part of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm glad that you have been able to kind of find yourself that's kind of the journey that i'm on is trying to find myself again yeah because i have been lost for a very long time um and when you're gaslit for so long you know you really don't know who the hell you are once you start getting out of it so i'm like trying to learn who i who i really am authentically because like i do mask a lot still which is probably something i need to work on too to find myself but that's something i'm currently trying to figure out is who who am i really you know because it's just it's gonna be a long road for me to get to that point but i'm i'm very happy that you've been able to get to that point for yourself um you'll find it to get there one day yeah (laughs) i think you will i hope to get there one day too i'm sure that would probably set me free is finding who i really am all right so in the spirit of not giving a fuck what is something you're gonna treat yourself to this weekend oh my god i don't even know yet um maybe i'll go to a movie barbenheimer are you gonna do the double feature um i saw oppenheimer this past weekend very good movie Does um, Killian Murphy hang dong in that movie? Plus, I hear the guy hangs dong, and I'm very interested in seeing that. No. I just wanted to make a Always Sunny joke. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get back to watching that show. I love that show. That's a good show. Um, I think I do want to go see the Barbie movie. Um, I hear that it's good. Yeah, so do I. Even um, for adults. Yeah, so I might I might try to go spoil myself with that. I think that's probably what I'll do. I gotta find one of those theaters that's like has meals and alcohol and shit. Yeah, because it's funny. Um, they used to have because we have something out here called Alamo Draft House, and I know the the type. You guys, yeah, like there was an actual Alamo Draft House a couple years ago in like Chandler or something, I and think then it, was it got Scottsdale. shut down, or Scottsdale, something like that, and then it got shut down because of COVID or I don't know what yeah. happened, but. That theater's awesome. They don't have, like, regular type of, like, pre-show ads and shit like that. 
they usually do like sto- other storylines behind the movies and things that behind the scenes kind of stuff yeah behind the scenes type of stuff and just like comical stuff to get you through and they have really good food they have like a brewery in there yeah and that's usually where i like to go um but there used to be one out there um but it just got shut down i think it was because of covid there are harkins not too far away not the one closest but the next closest has they have a bar but you have to leave your theater to go get it you know what i mean like which kind of kills it yeah like how am i gonna look you know like like give give me a a whole sixer here all right because i don't want to fucking come back (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh doesn't there i think some of the amc theaters out there have something where you can like order food and it has like recline recliners and stuff like that right yeah uh they have pretty good drinks there too one of the last times i went there yeah yeah i saw solo okay yeah that that was a i like that theater um they had a pretty decent menu and their drinks weren't that bad either like their mixed drinks yeah but yeah go maybe go to one of those and watch oppenheimer because it's gonna make you hungry like i ordered so much crap I, was, I went in so hangry oh, and I'm yeah. like this shit's like three hours I'm like I need a beer a water a soda the whole nine but yeah I'll probably see about watching the Barbie movie either this weekend or next week maybe I have to look at my schedule damn I didn't think about this one something I'm gonna treat myself to oh uh, shameless plug for the other shows ultimate fucking casual and b-sides boxing um, I also am the main host, I guess. Nah, I'm not going to say main host. My my colleagues are more important to it than me. <laughs> but I enjoy the content that I have mm. to watch to make those. So Yeah. So there's good boxing on this weekend. The MMA is pretty mid, but whatever. I'm going to watch it anyway. Okay, I think we're done. Um, okay. I think that was a good one. Man, we got fucking hardcore in the I middle know. there. I almost fucking cried at some I point. was like going to cry listening. Yes, in. I was going to cry <laughs> listening to you. Like hearing you like get choked up a little bit. I'm like, God damn it, don't do this. <laughs> I'm a big fucking baby, okay? I'm a giant I know, thing. me too. I've become a fucking sap, man. That's, a, that's something that happens when you get older too. You get sensitive as hell. Yeah. I, Jesus Christ. I, so My dad's like that too. And I'm like, you're just surrounded by fucking estrogen all the time. That's why you're a sensitive <laughs> fucking prick. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, got those shows coming up. Or, well, stuff for those shows coming up this weekend. Probably going to get some beer. Oh, man, we got into the fucking thick of it. All right, socials real quick. Uh, LVX Media Net on everything. Contacts. My homegirl's going to get you on the outro, but it's 833-LUXPODS. You can text, you can call if you're old like me. Or WhatsApp. Doesn't matter. You can reach us however. Um, If you go onto the site, lvxmedia.net, the email address is on the Hardshell Tacos page. So, heading into the weekend, parting words. Have a good weekend. Do something fun for yourself. Treat yourself to something. Set yourself just... free with difficult conversations. Don't be like Yeah, me. that that too. <laughs> 
Okay, that's gonna do it for this recipe number three. We are fucking making good progress here. Yep, I agree. Uh, I'm gonna say it one more time. If you can't handle me at my hot kitchen, you don't deserve me at my hard shell tacos. <laughs> Later, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you have any questions or comments on what was discussed or have a topic you'd like to hear on the podcast, you can leave a message on our unattended phone line at 833-589-7637. That's 833-LUX-PODS. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lvxentertainment.net. Thank you.